It's almost 2 p.m. on December 31st, 2013. And Carmelo Anthony's just trying to get off some corporate-obligated promotional tweets. He's just trying to give away some Jordan brand Carmelo 10s and perhaps raise some brand awareness. You know, maybe somebody's poking around Twitter before they get ready for their big New Year's Eve party, you know? Let's give away some footwear. When all of a sudden, a scoundrel named at underscore Kingsley5 replied back to Mello the God and said, How about you win a ring? You're fucking killing me rooting for you all the fucking time and you always disappoint me. I know. Devastating. What's a guy supposed to do? He's just trying to give away some free shoes. Pre-release, I might add. And as a celebrity athlete, one of the NBA's best 75 players of all time, and as one of the premier scorers the league and this planet has ever seen, there's just no way Carmelo Anthony can respond here without catching a ton of flack from haters, from fans, from his corporate partners. Unless, unless this is just another moment in life tailor-made for those two words, for those two little words that so perfectly line up. Fuck it. Carmelo Anthony at 2.45 p.m. writes to at underscore Kingsley 5. I didn't ask for your glazed donut face ass to root for me anyway. This is first ballot. Welcome to First Ballot, the podcast that celebrates the moments in sports that really matters and inducts them into the First Ballot Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Neil, the long-lost Gasol brother. The podcast, Jordan Clarkson, coming to you live from the Shaquille O'Neal Office Depot, big and tall executive suite desk chair. Today's episode of First Ballot could be sponsored by a VHS copy of Super Slams of the NBA, released on May 16th, 1991. NBA Entertainment presents the Super Slams of the NBA. The spectacle, the sensation, the exhilaration that knows no boundaries. Knows no boundaries. Oh, hell yeah! It's Super Slams of the NBA, produced and distributed by NBA Entertainment Incorporated. Get your VHS copy today. You don't even need a VCR. Just keep it on the shelf of your bookcase and make sure everybody sees it. NBA Entertainment, you owe me for this one. Carmelo Anthony's glazed donut face ass tweet. <laughs> this is going to be a great show. This is going to be a great episode. I love just saying that. Carmelo Anthony's glazed donut face ass tweet is legendary. But is that enough for the first bout Hall of Fame? That's why we play the games. Here with me today to decide whether Will and Duck Mello's tweet into the hall is a very special guest. He's a 90s basketball video guru. An NBA jersey junkie. And one of the forefathers of the NBA online social space. He used to work with Sports Illustrated as the Cauldron, but now he helps run social on the Ringer Network. It's Oakley and Allen himself, 
Viney Del Negro in the flesh, the wonderful, the supportive Keith Fujimoto. My guy, Neil. Had to get my New York accent off. Just just <laughs> off and running off the bat, you know, off the Holy bat. shit, Keith. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. It's an honor to be in in as as much of a same studio capacity as we can be. <laughs> as It's long overdue, man. Long Rob, overdue. Rob, my editor. Give me a little tense show game show music right out of the gate. Keith, here's the music. It's playing. Keith, this is, oh my God, this is so tense. Keith, can you name, right out of the gate, I'm just jacking up the energy. Keith, can you name Ooh. the seven people who hosted the illustrious NBA Inside Stuff? Seven people have hosted the show. NBA Inside you. Stuff. Please name, try and name all seven. This is this is a very difficult question that could just <laughs> destroy my street credibility. You know, and I, I hate you so much for putting me on the spot off the bat. Uh, let's go, uh, Ahmad Rashad. I know that right. is an actual true answer. That's right. Summer Sanders. That's right. Kristen Ledlow. Gonna skip right That's to right. the news Three. stuff. <laughs> uh, Grant Hill. Grand Hill, that's that's four, four of the Sticking seven with you've the got. New stuff. When he has, he doesn't have to use his knees, so I'm sure he's fine. Uh, there you go. Um, Willow Bay, that's Willow right. Bay five. Now. He's got five of the seven. There's two more. I don't think I'm going to get this answer correct, sir. Uh, Shaquille, might... Shaquille O'Neal is listed as a fill-in host between 2013 hmm. and 2016. Do you do you buy that? Have you seen that? I don't buy that shit. I don't either. Let's I, eliminate I it. Bullshit. Let's I eliminate bullshit. that one. It's now six people. You're five of six. The last remaining person, Julie Moran, 1990 to 1991. Do you remember a Julie Moran? That name does not strike a chord she proceeded i am am really sorry julie moran (laughs) i know terribly i feel feel awful yeah julie moran preceded willow bay if you had made me Uh, i'd have bet the house on willow bay starting the series i feel like she's a great place to uh start to kick off the series from but uh no offense to julie moran respectfully that's all respects to julie moran both you and i keith have a lot of julie moran homework to do uh here this evening yeah, that's, um, I mean that's what that's what we have kids for. The kids, my kids, will be knowing every last fact about Julie Moran <laughs> from this day forward. I guarantee it on this podcast. Uh, Keith, who was your favorite non Ahmad Rashad co-host? Do you have one? I I enjoyed Summer Sanders. I thought she uh, she did a, a, she did a, she did a great job. Yes, that's right. Uh, Keith, table set for us. Favorite sport, favorite team, favorite athlete of all time. Favorite sport is the. Definitely something a glazed face donut ass cannot be able to play. <laughs> Basketball would be that sport. Uh, favorite team would be the the New York Knickerbockers. Wow. Um, for better or worse, will that translate to uh, love from my children that I'm <laughs> that I may or not be forcing them to watch uh, without their them having a say? Favorite player. Charles Oakley, I think, would have to take the cake. I mean, uh, he's 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 not everyone's favorite player, but he sure as hell is mine. Hell yeah. Great answer. I love it. So hold on. You're born and raised in California. How yes. are you a Knicks fan? The the question comes up quite frequently, uh, especially during 
my fandom beginning during the era of the Showtime Lakers, you would think uh, maybe I should attach my fandom to something that, you know, oh, actually fucking wins. I was going to say, or, also, the Knicks have never been good in your life. I mean, basically. No. They, they've they've uh, tiptoed on being good. Yeah. It's been close. It's been painful to watch, but I something in between the Patrick Ewing's uh, pineal gland sweating all the time, Charles Oakley's elbows, hearing about Xavier McDaniel punching everyone in sight during practices, <laughs> uh, never having a point guard. Uh, sorry, Derek Harper. Who else? Doc <laughs> Rivers. Y'all don't count. Uh, but uh, something, I mean, the the warmest embrace I can recall with my my blood, my brother, was when the Lakers came back from the notorious uh, Portland deficit and the Kobe right. and Shaq alley. Right. So the Lakers do have a place in my heart. Did I want to root for them with that entire heart? No, I chose to just but kill why? myself by How? watching. I don't know, man. It's a very it happened young weird situation. Really it, it happened when I was young, and that's one of those moments you just don't don't shake. Yeah. And I never shook off being a Knicks fan, man. Yeah. And it's an undeniable pain that I will never be able to get off my uh, chest. <laughs> and with that answer, let's keep it moving. We got to get into our moment. We got to decide whether Carmelo's tweet makes the first ballot Hall of Fame. To do that, we must go through our Hall of Fame credentials. Those are the categories by which we judge our moment. Why did you pick this one? We had a lot of, you know, we went back and forth as we were deciding what moment we we're going to yeah. talk about today. You ended up deciding on the Carmelo Anthony, and with a, with you took your time. You slept on it. You gave it some careful consideration, and you ultimately decided on the Carmelo Anthony glazed donut face ass tweet. Why? It's the words you just uttered, glazed yeah. donut face ass. I probably yeah. got the wording a little bit jumbled, but you yeah. know it's uh, and working in the social media space for yes the last five ten years or whatever, however long. Twitter has been running effectively without Elon destroying it. Uh, I feel like, you know, we had to give this had to be the spotlight. It's also, okay. my wife uh, has an undying infection for Carmelo Anthony. So I thought, let's let's kill let's two birds it. with one stone. Let's talk about the Knicks. Give the wife some love. <laughs> talk about Melo and his if he doesn't. I mean, he's retired, right? Or he's not in the league. This will be his championship right here. This is it. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Holy you did shit. it, Mello. <laughs> Listen, I'm not I'm not guaranteeing this thing a spot in the hall. We gotta go through the credentials. It's a big deal. I'm not just gonna let anything waltz in. I'm excited to have you here, but I'm not just gonna open the doors to this this vaunted celebrated hall for a tweet. We gotta go through this. There's a lot to go through. Let's do it now. The first credential, the first category, analytics. People love numbers. They love stats. What are the stats behind this tweet? Let's look at through some of these numbers. The tweet posted 12-31-13, New Year's Eve. This is a mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. This is a New Year's Eve just before the end of the year tweet. Does that add to its greatness? Short answer, fuck yeah. It is a <laughs> what better way to start the new year than to oh, yeah. just just shamelessly bash <laughs> a supporter of yours uh, while you're tweeting about a giveaway. It's, um, it's, 
it's very funny to think about all of us waking up on New Year's Day 2014. And if you love basketball, you're for sure talking about this online. True or false? 100%. That is delightful. Delightful. (laughs) Just fantastic. I'm not saying any professional athletes deserve to have fans swearing at them on social media. But let's see how Carmelo Anthony was playing around about this time. 12-31-13. And also for a second, shout out to Basketball Reference. Literally couldn't do this show without Basketball Reference. So if you don't go to Basketball please check out BasketballReference.com or whatever the heck it's called, Basketball-Reference. Listen, you can Google it. The Knicks had a game on the 28th, the 27th, and Christmas Day. This is all. These are the three games just before the tweet. Carmelo Anthony did not play in any of the three. And the Knicks lost three straight. They got blasted by 29 on Christmas Day to Oklahoma City. Then they lost to the Raptors by 12 and Toronto again by 15. Maybe that's it. Maybe at underscore Kingsley five <laughs> is frustrated by the three game slide to end that year. Keith, is that sort of slide? Is that losing streak? Is that grounds to swear at a player on Twitter? If you really are a true Knicks fan, if you were if you were a Knicks fan, Kingsley Five, you would have been immune to any sort of winning. I mean, yeah, yeah, you would be immune to any sort of winning. There I mean, you go. You're used to the losing streaks. They're there, my guy. Um, let's see, Neil. Let's read off some of the players that were accompanying uh, Carmelo Anthony on this season. There is an Andrea Bargnani, Shannon Brown, not oh. that Shannon Brown, the washed up seven year I. Cannot really move anymore, Shannon Brown. Not your <laughs> beloved Shannon Brown. Neither. Right. Um, J.R. Smith's brother, Chris Smith. Oh. No, I'm not going to talk down on Pablo Prigioni because he is a blessed man and I love him <laughs> dearly. Um, we had Meta World Peace. Bino Udre. Oof. Jeremy Tyler. The, Who? The fellow that was supposed to be the next whomever was big in high school whatever that year was, but never panned out to, I, I, and I don't like, I, I, I tend to love being nice to people and supporting people. So we'll just say he wasn't that great of a basketball player. I don't know Jeremy Tyler at all. It's best. It's best that okay. you don't. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what he was working with. I mean, to be fair, he was not working with anything cause Mello wasn't playing. Right. But it's not his fault. He wasn't involved. You're Leave a me- you're immediately jumping to his defense when there's there's really no one attacking him right now. I, I feel what you're doing. I appreciate what you're doing. But also, <laughs> I, I, no one is coming at him or your Knicks or that team. It's just a question about can this guy swear it? Have you ever sweared at a player on Twitter? Probably Sworn, because I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm still blocked by Andre Drummond. But that wasn't anything wow. I cursed or any inflammatory comments I've I, I, I tweeted his way. It was because I made a highlight reel of his missed free throws. Yeah. So, <laughs> bro, make your free throws, and I wouldn't have had to make that mixtape of your of your blunders. Um, I would have got a, a VHS deal with with Super Slams or the next iteration of Frank Layden's bloopers if it was still around, <laughs> Mister Drummond. <laughs> Mello was injured on December 23rd, middle of the third quarter against the Orlando Magic. At the time, he had 19 points, three boards, two assists, played 24 minutes. In the seven games leading up to his injury, Mello averaged 30.1 points per game on 48, 46, and 90 shooting. Seven boards a game, 3.3 assists, one steal, and one block per game. 
including the Orlando Magic game where he was injured. The Knicks were 4-4 four and four over that stretch. Eek. By the day this tweet was posted, the Knicks had nine wins, 21 losses on the year, way underwater. They're in the basement of the Atlantic Division, tied for dead last with the tanking Sixers. The Pacers and Heat were best in the East with 24 and 25 wins, respectively. Spurs, Thunder, and Blazers all had 25 wins out West. Again, Knicks, 9 up, 21 down. Thanks for that. (laughs) I'm just trying to paint. Trauma. (laughs) I get it. Yeah, you know. I'm painting a picture here for Kingsley 5, right? We're just. The Bob Ross painting is is beautiful. (laughs) You're doing. It's. It's. I see it. Let's look at the stats of the tweets. First, at Kingsley 5's tweet starts by saying, how about you win a ring? Fucking killing me, man. Rooting for you all the fucking time and you always disappoint me. 1,933 retweets, 14 quote tweets, 1,082 likes. Not terrible numbers for a reply, although undoubtedly boosted by Carmelo's response. The response from Melo, which again reads, I didn't ask for your glazed donut face ass root for me anyway. 616 quote tweets, which feels a little low. 22,500 likes, 27.6 thousand retweets. That's where you really get the business there. The 20, almost 28,000 retweets for that tweet. Carmelo joined Twitter in 2009. Of all of Carmelo's tweets, he only has four tweets north of 20,000 retweets. Number four, a photo of Kobe kissing his daughter. Number three, this tweet, his donut ass face, whatever. Number two, Someone posted a picture of Mello with John Cena, and Mello retweeted and said, I can only see me, though. Get it? Get it? 42,000 retweets there, 359,000 likes. The number one most retweeted tweet from Carmelo Anthony, his video announcing him signing with the Lakers, 60,000 retweets on that tweet alone. Uh, In terms of likes, there are a number of tweets with more likes, but this is, I believe, Carmelo Anthony's most liked tweet without media attached to it. It's the most liked reply of his Twitter career. I'm not certain that either of those statements are 100% true, but it also seems like the type of thing that for sure no one will research and disprove. So let's just go with it. Your thoughts on those stats. As a quote-unquote social media expert, I feel like you are correct with uh, your your understanding of those stats. Um, Thank you. I don't know that to be true, but I will just... <laughs> I will put my expert hat on and just roll with it. Uh, (laughs) It's, you know, he doesn't really have anything other than usual. You know, I got this new wine coming out. Check it out. Or it's game day. Uh, I obviously you can never beat a a moment of Kobe's daughter kissing. Uh, Right. Yeah. That's anything Kobe related. is just, you know, and then the Lakers signing tweet. It's the Lakers. It's the power of the Lakers. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's the fucking Lakers. You're not Hell gonna. Yeah. Hell but yeah! Uh, I will give Keith, you that. Do you prefer your 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 the your the stars on your team? Do you do you prefer the the stars that you're following? Your favorite player? Do you prefer that person to be a tweeter, or do you prefer that they fe- act like they're above social media? I prefer a medley. You know, got it. Uh, I can't say I was a big fan of Julius Randle giving every garden fan the thumbs down or <laughs> basically saying fuck off i mean i like a little spice i i i did work with jason concepcion for a while so i i gotta have my <laughs> my hit of spice you know uh were they to be on it all the time a la you know 
Brian Colangelo starting burner accounts level of <laughs> social media uh, exposure, I, I would say to, to chill off on the tweets, my guy. But um, at, at some point, we're going to do an episode on KD's burner tweets, which I, I kind of can't believe are real. I only recently like I saw it. I saw it when I was online. I saw it when it happened, but I like didn't really pay attention to it. And I've kind of never looked into it until I was sort of poking around the Internet a couple weeks ago and I saw the tweets and I saw his response. I cannot believe that happened. I cannot believe those are real. I cannot believe he admitted it. Absolutely baffling. Uh, Kevin Durant, probably the best score I've ever seen in my life, admits to tweeting from a burner account. Staggering, staggering development. We're we're gonna do that episode somewhere down the line. Make you sure have you're to. subscribed oh, to uh, for the Hall of Fame. That's a he's on and off the court. He checks. It's yes. The man well, does not stop. The next credential is our eye test. As you look at this tweet, Keith, <laughs> what do you see in this tweet that might add to its weight and credibility as we're debating the hall here? I see a man who wanted to start the new year off. Yeah. And just go scorched earth on the internet. <laughs> and it is uh it is it is a, a nice thing to be reminded of that the, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to put a random person on the internet in That's their right. place yeah. when they're responding. Yeah, when they're responding to a a, a giveaway tweet about not? not wanting to watch you. Why not? If it's good, if it's funny enough, nobody's going to care that you're being mean to the guy. And I think he nailed it. He, he did a great job. I, when I look at it, four exclamation points, four exclamation points at the end of that. That is, if you think about that, even to, I feel like, you know, as I think about social media language and writing things out and like people don't use proper capitalization, all that stuff. It's very easy to just type something out and hit send. He didn't just think about the punctuation. He picked an exclamation point and he added four. It's uh, it's like when your mom texts you yeah, and adds man. nine question marks to like, how are you? And it just ends up being, <laughs> how are you, though, really, in a day after I just spoke with you? Uh, but you're right. He took the effort and had the wherewithal to know that, you know, one one emphasis was not going to suffice yes. for this for this burn you got to throw four just like, you know to to mark to un, you can't underline on twitter so it's really crazy because i would buy one although that it feels insane to say that maybe i won't buy one i think i could buy two or three being like accidental one, I yeah. think you're choosing exclamation point. Two or three, you're like, I'm just, you know, I'm just banging away on the board here. If you're adding four, I think you get to four and up, and you're clearly trying to make a statement by adding these exclamation points. It's a lot to think about here. As you, you think about a grown man who's worth millions, known around the planet, lovely family, plays for the Knicks, business opportunities galore. What a life! Good-looking guy, great name, Carmelo Anthony. I mean, and then you're you're going at the fucking exclamation point button uh, to get after some dude with a face that looks like a fucking pastry. It's just, oh, it's fantastic. All right, next credential, our test of time. This is when we compare our moment against other moments that are like it in history. 
Any other great athlete tweets that stick out to you? I've got some listed, but anything that floats to the top for you, Keith, any great athlete tweets? doesn't have to be NBA, but I think that would be a more direct comparison than NBA tweet. I mean, the only thing that I think about is just imagining what kind of shitstorm a uh, drunken Michael Jordan would have caused uh, oh, man. during the 90s with Twitter at his disposal and just, Mike, you suck. Just uh, whatever, all caps, nine exclamation pointed <laughs> message just telling this person that they're the scum of the earth, the shittiest soul imaginable. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if Mike would have engaged in Twitter if he would have just ignored it completely. He seems like the type of guy that might just be like, I'm above this. Yeah, I think you're right. He was your heiress for a reason. He probably would just jump man his way out of any sort of Twitter <laughs> correspondence. Um, but I, in terms of athlete retorts on Twitter, nothing. I don't know if you can get better than glazed donut ass face. All right. Man. It's... Let, let me pitch some to you. Let me pitch okay. some to you. Okay. Here's from, for my money. These are the best athlete tweets that I've seen and know about. There might be some that I don't know about, but to me, if I don't know about them, how could they be so good? CJ McCollum, I'm trying Jennifer. No punctuation. It's a great tweet. I'm trying Jennifer, the full name Jennifer, looking at the person's name in the Twitter handle and using it, I think is very funny. I'm trying Jennifer. It's a great tweet. Is it better than than glazed donut face ass? I'm not certain. It's it's not. It is a great tweet, though. Just I don't even remember if he did he capitalize the J and Jennifer. He if did. he did, yeah, he, he gets did. he gets. Oh, yeah. my God. He gets yeah. extra extra credit for that. So uh, <laughs> great tweet. Great response. Great tweet. Great tweet. Uh, uh, here's number two. Terry Rozier in 2011 tweets. I, I can't believe this is real. Osama should have hooped instead of trying to kill people because he tall as hell. <laughs> Do you remember that tweet? I do. There are some things <laughs> like that. The pipe tweet from JR. Oh, my uh, God. Listen. Whatever Ray Allen did accidentally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Allegedly. All, the, all the sex uh, stuff. I'm taking off the blue stuff. I'm taking it off the list. I'm not comparing that stuff. That's like a base no. level like nastiness that I don't want this tweet competing against. Because there's an art to donut uh, glazed donut face ass. And, and those are just raw lust. But that's Terry the, yeah, Rozier compare, thinking that Osama bin Laden should play basketball because he's tall. Is Terry Rozier on a different planet when he tweets that? What's going on? That has to be him wearing the scream mask and not knowing <laughs> exactly what he's inputting into his phone, but having a general idea. Uh, but I mean, he. <laughs> that's going to be Terry Osama. That Terry just that eating easy. drugs all afternoon and then yeah. hopping on the old Twitter. To send one off. It's got to be. Joel Embiid, his Ben Simmons tweet when he posted the dude that goes oh, to the funeral man. of his worst enemy. That, I mean, a great NBA tweet. What about in the picture vein? Paul Pierce's rocket ship tweet during the DeAndre Jordan. The, the reason I'm bringing these up, everyone, is because how many great NBA tweets am I going to put in this Hall of Fame? That's what we're deciding here. Are any of these better yet? Do you think anything is in the ballpark yet of the four you've heard? I appreciate you putting, you know, something as widespread and 
influential as glazed donut ass face with with some competitors you're putting some bodies for us to to i it's a it's an over to, the, to those 90s nicks i love so i appreciate that um the paul pierce one is it has layers right he yes, posted a picture he posted yes. a fucking picture of an emoji <laughs> not the actual emoji uh which is beyond incredible um out of the ones you mentioned, that might be the one that it's up there. That might, yeah, it's up yeah. there. It's up there. The, I respect the, it. The the I'll always remember the Paul Pierce rocket ship tweet because as that emoji battle was going on, I remember thinking to myself, "Oh, I'm I've got it. I'm gonna go viral. I'm gonna tweet." An, a banana emoji and then a boat emoji. But I don't use, I'm old enough that I don't really use emojis. So as I'm looking through my phone to find it, having no idea you can like type in the word to have it come up, yeah. I'm quite sw- swiping to look for it and it never, I, I don't find it. And then just as I find it, I refresh Twitter and see that I think Chris Paul is the one that tweeted that. And I was like, fuck, I missed that. And then here comes the rocket ship. And then I was like, I've missed the wave. I missed the wave. No, you you dodged uh, a lot of things. You look what happened to Chris Paul. Look where he's at now. I'm go. sorry, Phoenix Suns. DeAndre Jordan did play for your beloved Lakers, which I God don't damn. think you you enjoyed very no, much. No, I but, didn't. Uh, I hated it. Uh, you might have dodged one there. You know, sometimes Maybe. viral Maybe. viral's not good. You know, viral infection not good. Viral <laughs> tweets, yeah, up in there. Number five, Vernon Maxwell tweets. This is not, this didn't like move, change the earth or anything, but I love Vernon Maxwell and I love that he hates Utah. He tweets, I'd like to apologize to jazz fans that were offended by my tweets. If I knew you guys had internet in Utah, I would have never made those <laughs> tweets. Vernon Maxwell, and he's got a bunch of them. Just search Vernon Maxwell in Utah. He's He lays one out every year when they lose. It's fantastic. Vernon Maxwell forever. SNL characters and cast members need to pay attention to Vernon Maxwell's uh, <laughs> he, his commitment to the bit is yes. he does not break. He does SNL not break. Guys, you Great will understand. Ad. Great ad. Number six, KD. I'm going with KD's best tweet being there's no relax champ. No relax when I'm on Twitter. I'm on 10 until the second I close the app. You relax. That's a great tweet. Kevin Durant, best score I've ever seen in my life. Tweeting some dude, I'm on 10 until I close this app. That's very funny. Speaking from the chest with champ, too. I, I, just, yeah, right. You're, you're, you're so good, and you're <laughs> so good at tweeting as well. So just just, really just li- leave some things to us regular people, Kevin. Have you seen the Festus Azili retirement video tweet? I don't think so. Oh, my God, Keith. I It's... You can't, I can't believe it's real. I'm not, I didn't download it. I'm not playing it during this because you need to go look for it yourself. Festus Azili retirement video. I can't believe that tweet is real. That's up there. For me, that is, that is a very, I could do an episode on that. It's very funny. Look it up. Do you know the Danny Green Holocaust tweet? Yes, as a social media, uh, as a social media <laughs> member, I definitely am privy to the uh, to the oh chaos that ensued. With uh, that is definitely uh, something they don't teach you in social media school. <laughs> Danny Green or, takes a selfie in front of the. I think he's in Germany. The German sort of Holocaust uh, memorial, and writes, "You know, I had to do." 
one time lol hashtag holocaust i mean good god almighty holocaust there's so many (laughs) there's so many things wrong with that hashtag holocaust i think is uh, the the breadwinner of wrong keith this is this is the heater this is the, the this is the fastball i'm throwing here is this even the greatest carmelo anthony tweet august 27th 2010 at 9.02 p.m. sharp, Carmelo Anthony tweeted, quote, totally off topic. Why are we on here talking about basketball, a game? I just saw someone get hit by a truck and die. Yeah, die. I have a number of follow-ups that I want you to answer, Keith. You are the stand-in for Carmelo Anthony. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you believe Carmelo Anthony had just seen someone get hit by a truck and die? Is there any chance this is just a tweet and it's not real? Or did he just see someone die, pass away? He is from Bodymore. I will have to take his word for it that he did Uh, see someone die. Okay. If this is real, if he just saw someone die, why is Carmelo Anthony tweeting about it and comparing it to basketball? No one else has seen this person die. And of course, had we seen this person die, we would not be discussing basketball on Twitter. The only person in this equation that saw someone die and then is tweeting about basketball is Carmelo Anthony. My man's got his wires crossed here. You should have just uh, <laughs> left the characters uh, on your tweet and instead called the police. Uh, I, especially if someone did die and you just saw it. Uh, basketball should be the least of your concerns, even if you care a thousand fucks about you know people tweeting about basketball mellow someone just died in front of you alert the uh the people the that need to yeah alert the authorities please maybe something can be done carmelo for god's sakes call 911 uh it's a great point listen there's a lot of great tweets to consider there and again you know i i i have to ask the question how many tweets am i going to put into this first bell hall of fame this is a this is a house of 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 the of the highest order this is a, a hall that holds the greatest moments in sports history and you know this is this thing's got a a, a real uh, a wall to climb here to, to make it in the, the hall keith thanks for being on the show i know you from tumblr oakley and allen tell everyone what you're doing over at the ringer these days currently i am a social content coordinator uh which means i just Get to, you know, whip up some cool content across the board, mainly mainly stuff on our Ringer NBA channel. So still basketballing um, in the highest sense of the word and, you know, making people want to see what the Ringer has to offer on uh, all of our various platforms, whether that be the podcast, the editorial space or, or the, you know, video stuff. So everyone that's listening to this is probably, you know, on sports Twitter in all some shape or form is my guess. The lion's share of people yeah. listening to this. They all probably tweet something and they post a picture. They try and, you know, come up with a viral tweet in a moment after the game. You get paid to do that. That's amazing. Was it was was being in sports always part of the plan for you? Was that always a career aspiration, a goal for you? You know, I thought I was going to be a rapper until I figured out I wasn't mm. good at that shit. Hold uh, on. Hold on. So, hold on one yeah. minute. You do you <laughs> did you have a rap name? I did. Oh my I, god! So I am excited. very afraid of. Uh, Can you say of, it? Is it problematic? 
It is not problematic. Okay. Would you be able to find stuff on the internet that I do not want you to find after learning this pseudonym for myself? Uh, probably. <laughs> but again, uh, I want to men in black uh, erase <laughs> any any uh, now, anything wait, wh- that you find. Why do you not want people to find something? Are you are you problematic? Because it's terrible. Okay, it's terrible. Okay. <laughs> no, I promise you, I wasn't. I was probably high just rapping about things that a high person would only rap about. But to answer your question, my rap name was Coincidence. Oh, uh, look at that. You know what? I wanted that to be funnier. I wanted to really, I wanted to enjoy and bask in your humiliation, but that's not bad. Coincidence is not bad. I wish it was, man. It, <laughs> the rapping was bad, so we'll just, we'll ba- you can bask in the terrible nature of my rapping. What a that, great answer. That you were going to be a rapper. I've not heard that yet on the show. That's fantastic. Okay. So you, once you realize I'm not, I'm not going to be a professional rapper, what is your brain thinking? What is your, how are you setting up sort of your career? What are you, are you, you're like, I love basketball. I'd love to be in this. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Oh, cause also yeah, for the it's... record, that's a dumb idea to be like, I love basketball. Maybe I can work in it somehow. That's a terrible idea, but you've done truly it. terrible, truly terrible when you're not six foot and have no, right. there's the, the pathway to the league is uh non-existent, <laughs> uh, but it was a, it, it started off, you know, as you said, just, uploading a bunch of random things that I found in my old room on Tumblr. Um, from there, working on some random videos. Shout out to my franchise guys for uh, allowing me to work on some some things there. And then from there, I got, you know, just had to, to see if I could do something more than just editing basketball videos and not being paid for it. Uh, so ended up ended up applying for the ringer and... You know, five years later, here we are. Turning your grind into like a paying job. I, I just think it's fantastic. I just think that's amazing. So congrats to you on that. Uh, while I we're talking that. about, you know, sort of old school basketball clips and videos, do you have a favorite dunk or pass? But you can only say one on the show. Favorite dunk or a favorite pass. You can only say one. It's going to immediately tell us what you're about because you're going to pick either your favorite dunk or your favorite pass. This probably does explain me pretty accurately, but I'm going to go with the rookie game, Jason Williams, elbow pass, that Great. fucking Rafe LaFrance. Oh, my God. Did nothing with. Oh, I, I, uh, we've been, I, I'm going to, heads up, I've been trying to get Rafe LaFrance on the show. Hasn't happened yet. Um, Sorry, Rafe. You can edit that out. I, I love you. You are great. You are amazing at Kansas. I love you. Uh, it's a great, it's a great pass i really and it says a lot about you that that's your pick i am gonna now also let you say your favorite dunk do you have a favorite dunk i appreciate you going pass says a lot about keith fujimoto i'm now also going to let you say your favorite dunk probably has to be the moment that was discussed and debated on this show of the sean kemp point at alton lister that is uh the lister blister the lister blister which now resides in the First Bell Hall of Fame, thanks to the Dunk Comp guys. The Dunk Comp guys, for the record, are the people that uh, messaged me twice and said, you got to have Keith on the show. Obviously, I knew you, but um, those guys backed you up and telling me that you should absolutely be a guest. Fantastic. Uh, shout out to Dunk Comp. Those guys are fantastic. Uh, the next credential, Keith, burning questions. Th- these are questions that are super important. And the answer to these questions might put this moment in the First Bell Hall of Fame. Are we really going to put the time Carmelo Anthony called somebody a glazed donut face ass into our Hall of Fame? Yeah, I fucking might. (laughs) 
Next question. Did this hmm. did this tweet launch the trend of comparing people's faces to foods? Do you have an answer to that question? <laughs> I do not have a hundred percent answer, but I don't I, either. I would be pretty certain to say that nobody has ever been called a glazed donut ass <laughs> face. It's uh, the it feels until like this moment. At bare minimum, it's the front of the trend, and I feel like that's important. Yeah. There's that great tweet about the dude that's like uh Oh, p- please pray for my cousin. There's nothing wrong with him. He just was like a honey bun or whatever. Whatever he says, you remember that tweet? Yeah, I feel yeah, like I that. This is like a precursor to that. That does not exist in its glory without something like this sort of laying the groundwork in front of it. That's something to consider here. Next question. This is devastating to have to say and to ask you, Keith. Are you prepared for this question? This is a heavy question. Not quite. Okay. Ready to be devastating. Get ready. You know, I'm, he- I'm here. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> Are you sure this was Carmelo Anthony tweeting? Mm. Is there a chance this was no. a social media person? I, it's devastating to even think about. I don't like suggesting it. But it's a question that I have to ask. If this is some 22-year-old, some Syracuse oh. grad that he's hired to run a social media that tweets this, doesn't it make it less special? Are you I certain this doubt. is Melo? Uh, I don't dabble in blasphemy, man. That might be blasphemous. Uh, I only like we've dis- like we've discussed the f- the four exclamation points lead me to believe okay. that this was Carmelo okay. Anthony. Okay. <laughs> However, if an intern did post this, it would not have the same yeah, yeah. magnitude. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, the the, the uh, something to consider, everybody listening at home. Something to it consider. Is. The next question, last burning question. Does this man's face look like a glazed donut? I went to social to ask. I asked the followers of the First Ballot Podcast, at First Ballot Pod on Twitter, at First Ballot HOF on Instagram. I asked people if they'd help me. A number of people weighed in, lovely people like Kitty Softpaws, at Slee on, on Twitter. I asked <laughs> him. I did not tell him what we were doing. I did not mention the tweet. I did not mention Carmelo Anthony. I did not mention Keith Fujimoto. I just sent the picture of this man's Twitter avatar. I said, what does this man's face look like? The first response from Kitty Softpaws, kind of looking like a meaty-ass lasagna. Like the, like the most bang-for-your-buck lasagna you've ever had. Like they cram <laughs> a bunch of meat into that bitch to the point where you, you're like, all right, yeah, thanks, but you didn't even care about the noodles. He he wow. then he a fantastic answer. He then follows up, and this is like minutes later. He sends another message. He also looks like he has a fucking dirty secret about a mutual friend that he's going <laughs> to pretend not to tell when we both know damn well he's going to tell me. So we got to do that dance. You really want to know? Yeah, dude, I want to know. That's his answer on what this guy looks like. Fantastic, Kitty Softpaws on Twitter. Follow him. Uh, I had a woman who will go nameless. A woman say uh, that his face looks like that one fish, quote, that one fish. The follow-up was that it's a trigger fish. You can look that up yourself. And then I had someone else say potato, Mr. Potato Head, or a stout plantain. Great word, stout. A stout plantain. So those are answers. No one says glazed donut face ass. I do believe glazed donut face ass is probably the funniest of those answers, although the meaty ass lasagna is, is a real competitor. That's pretty good. That's that's it's not donut nor glaze nor ass face, but it is uh, 
That's a ripe. That's a ripe description. You did a great job. We have great listeners on this show. I, I love them all. Um, the show keeps growing. Trademark. Uh, the next credential, Twitter fingers. Any great tweets about this tweet? Let's look. Tyler Conway from Bleacher Report. Someone tweeted, like, how come you never post a picture of yourself? And Tyler Conway tweeted, Carmelo Anthony once called someone a glazed donut face ass on this app. Why would we subject ourselves to be to potentially being called a glazed donut face ass by a 10-time NBA All-Star? Great question. Tyler, I avoided uh, posting any any imagery of my personal being me too, on the man. internet until, me I, too. until I just said, fuck it, they're going to make fun of me. I have kids that make fun of me all the time so. <laughs> you're cool looking, that's confusion. the thing you got you're cool great beard that. great you hair know, not to everybody not to everybody no you look great you're fantastic looking all right next tweet chris herring tweets hoping to become the first wall street journal reporter ever to have the phrase glazed donut face ass go through the edit <laughs> process unchanged he followed up and said think we're all systems go that's exciting to think about pablo tori uh, retweeted mm. Addie Joseph. Addie Joseph said, what was the best instance of an athlete roasting someone on Twitter? Pablo Torre responds, this is truly a stacked category and I applaud all the nominees, but I vote mellow because him calling someone a quote, glazed donut face ass permanently changed my personal lexicon. It's a great, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, and the last one, Darth Amin. I wonder, Darth Amin tweets, I wonder if Mello ever called Ray Felton a glazed donut face. <laughs> I would, I would hope so. Sorry, Ray, but it's just you cannot refute the truth. Uh, all all those sources that you mentioned are all a a plus tweeters. So it's I phenomenal, and it speaks to the moment. It speaks to the tweet and its relevance that all these great tweeters, to your point, are coming in over the top years later. In some cases, still talking about this moment. It's it's really it's fantastic. You know, and thinking about legends on Twitter and people tweeting. Anytime I think about. Quite honestly, this dude should just host the show. Dragonfly Jones. To me, mm. the godfather. The the, the 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 top of the mountain. Sports Twitter. I think of him as one of the finest thinkers of our time. He's my favorite sports writer. Honestly, he might be the guy whose writing makes me think the most. Plus, he's super funny. Dragonfly Jones, I love him. Dragonfly Jones tweets... Mello spent the prime of his career with a frustratingly incompetent franchise, and the worst thing he did was call someone a glazed donut face. Great point. Twitter. Uh, he also tweets, Twitter always goes nuts whenever a celeb claps back with, I got more money than you. I prefer original comebacks like glazed donut face. That's your point, Keith. Has, have, have those words ever been strung together prior to this tweet? I don't think so. I can honestly say they have not. Uh, I will speak for the entire world and an English language or any language, the human race right. that I don't think these, these words have ever been combined in any form or fashion. Uh, and I agree. Dragonfly Jones, write a book. I will buy, oh pre-order it before For it is even sure. on the internet. For sure. Uh, the next credential MVP, what's the most valuable part of this tweet? Keith, is there a most valuable part? Is there something from this tweet, the story, the moment that sticks out as the most valuable? I have to uh, shout out my, my dear friend Seth Rosenthal <gasps> of posting and toasting for for just stopping at the fact that maybe uh, Mello is trying to say that it he has a glazed donut face on his ass. <laughs> right. Okay. He left he left he left a lot of uh, uh, he left an open ended 
part of this tweet to your imagination? Uh, Does I, this man have a glazed donut on his ass? Right. Is his face shaped like a glazed uh, donut? So, you know, he left a lot, a lot, a lot of it is uh, open to interpretation. I, so I, I appreciate that. I can't believe you have that. My answer for the most valuable part. I also referenced Seth Rosenthal. Never up until this moment, never referenced on this show. His work has been important to us. Seth Rosenthal wrote, Mello appears to use face as a part of a compound adjective and ass as a synecdoche for the whole person. The, the there It's the phrasing to me, glazed donut face ass. Like to use ass to refer- reference the person and the glazed donut face to be the adjective, the compound adjective. Th- that wording is very important. And I do want to take a moment and say that is very much from the culture. That's very much not my language. That's African-Americans who have put that sort of verbiage forward, made it so funny, championed it. And it made me think of, we just mentioned him, Dragonfly Jones. Dragonfly Jones had a tweet in August of 2022 said, black people will clown you for anything. My homeboy is mapping shit out for homecoming and we've been lighting his ass up. He's been called an organizing ass N word, a family reunion face ass N word. (laughs) There was even talk about how valuable he would have been during the civil rights movement. That it's, it's that sort of, I just want to make sure that we're taking this moment to say, and to give respect and to pay our respect to the culture that have put that sort of verbiage and that sort of uh, uh, syntax in place and made it so funny. Uh, another one of my, listen, I spent an hour looking for this tweet in my favorites today. <laughs> there was a response to that Dragonfly Jones tweet that wrote, it was from Sean, at Melanism, black people can transform your strengths into weaknesses just by adding, quote, ass n-word to the end which is so <laughs> funny to think about and again he, there's no n-word true. in this glazed donut face ass but it's the same thing you can take this singular thing add ass and like have it reference this entire person's being and just lay waste to them it's really just a fantastic structure and i really just want to laud it i was so pleased by at Melanism's tweet to Dragonfly, I asked him to weigh in on this moment. Here's what he had to say. Black people want you to be proud of yourself, but not too proud. They'll always find a way to deflate your ego and adding, quote, ass nigga to your strengths is the draw four of humbling. When LeBron James breaks Kareem's scoring record, someone in a barbershop in America will suck their teeth and say, oh, scoring ass nigga. <laughs> <I> mean- <laughs> Sean at Melanism. I asked him to do that. And within five minutes, he sends me that joke, that perfectly written and constructed joke. And and the the drop of a hat. Fantastic. At Melanism. Uh, Beautiful work. Beautiful work. I mean, how great is that? That is that. It's hysterical that we both have the same MVP. Fantastic. Let's keep it moving. Uh, Keith, I see here on my cards for the show. I see here on my cards that it's almost time for America's favorite podcast segment. It's called More Important, and the listeners just shifted into two-time speed because they cannot wait for More Important to start. God damn, they're tearing their ears off. They can't wait for this. Keith, do you know More Important, this, the podcast segment? I am vaguely familiar. Okay. I apologize okay. for vaguely. No, no, it's fine. It's it's great. I'm going to ask you a question. Are you ready? I'm ready. After Here we taking go. a breath, I am ready. Here we go. Keith. 
What do you say to the people online who followed you for years, a decade now perhaps, as you've continued to build your social following off the backs of the creative and athletic exploits of other people? Where do you get off, Keith, on amassing such a loyal following of supporters when the lion's share of your work has been remixing theirs? To them, I say, who the fuck else is going to Oh, I'm so sorry, Keith. I'm so sorry. We don't care about your answer because it's time for something more important. Here we go. The music's playing. There's a timer. It's ticking down. This is a high-pressure situation. Keith, I'm about to ask you questions. All of those questions are way more important than the bullshit I was just making up to put you (laughs) on the spot earlier. Your answer to these questions will define who you are as a person. Are you ready for more important? To find a way. What is your favorite candy bar? Is a Reese's peanut butter cup a candy absolutely, bar? Absolutely, absolutely. That, that's like my it. answer. I don't like it though. This and this isn't about me. I don't think they're that good. I think the peanut butter is like a little mealy. Whatever. You love a mm. lot of next question. You love a lot of media. I the questions are about you, and I always come over the top and I have to like judge people's answers. It is what it is. You love a lot of media I've never seen before. Keith, name one movie or show that you love that I've never seen. Ah, I'm pretty sure it's the 10 to 15 mixtapes that I have in my collection from weird (laughs) underground rappers that nobody other than me and the underground rapper who made the tape are familiar with. This all counts. I've also never seen the Dragon shows on HBO, and I've also never seen Rushmore. You believe any of those? Can you believe that? I was going to say Rushmore, but yeah, you, know, yeah. you admitted yourself you have yeah. not seen a fantastic portrait of cinema. I know. I know. Uh, it's embarrassing. It's okay. I know you're a huge fan. I'm so you don't know that. You don't know where that's from. That's right. I don't know. I don't know what that scene is. I see he's got a, he's got a poster in his room. I don't know what it is. Uh, next question. we got to move. Who is winning in a fist fight, Xavier McDaniel or mm. Anthony Mason? This is lefty, righty. you got to think Oof. about that. One Southpaw, one's, you know, orthodox. Who's winning? Is it this X-Man a, or Anthony Mason? This would be a hell of a pay-per-view. Hell of a fight. Uh, God bless the dead. I'm going with Anthony Mason. Absolutely. Bigger guy. He's, I don't, I'm not certain of that, but I'm almost certain. He's got to be a bigger guy. Really tough to win a prize fight against the bigger guy. Anyone that shaves something in their head, I, yeah. I fear. Respect. Full respect. Uh, Keith, who is the better shooter? Glenn Rice or Jeff Hornacek? Oh, fuck Jeff Hornacek, uh, Glenn Rice. And since we're friends and he was on the Lakers, I will I will also say Glenn Rice. Hell yeah. Here we go. Lakers, Jeff stand Hornacek up. would never. Fuck Jeff Hornacek and his fucking politics, too. Who's the better dunker, Latrell Sprewell or Eddie Jones? This could end the podcast right here. We could end on this question. We're not going to, but we could. That's how much of a banger it is. Who's the better dunker, Spree or Eddie Jones? Fuck, this is messing with Tough. allegiances Tough. and alliances. And as much as it pains me to go against uh, uh, once a Nick, always a Nick, it's Eddie Jones. Wow. I was going to wear an actual Eddie Jones Hornet shirt wow. on this on this call, but decided not to. So You having the guts to go away from the Knicks here is, is impressive. It's impressive. Keith, which NBA mascot is the worst of all time by either concept, performance, or some combination of the two? easiest question to answer. Oh my God. King Cake Baby. <laughs> Why would you want to horrify uh, entire entire generations of fans? A great answer. A great answer. Keith, next question. When you inevitably go to prison, what will it be for? 
Whoa. And what will be your last meal? It would probably be for... I would I would be arrested for going back into time and downloading something that uh, dude from Metallica was upset that I downloaded <laughs> off LimeWire. Yeah. And then and then uploading the torrent and then going to jail again. Yeah. Uh, last last meal would just be a burger, man. Just give Hell me a burger. Yeah, here we go. What's or the best burger? You, 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 is there a burger? Is there a, a, a chain restaurant burger that you favor? I would have to give the shout out to uh, my favorite barbecue place, Moose Craft Barbecue. Moose their Craft their barbecue. brisket burger is wow. fucking incredible. That's just just feed me that. Fantastic, great job. That's the end of more important. You did it. You nailed it, Keith. I set you up. I cut you off. You answered all those great questions. Fantastic. The next credential. Oh my god, this is so exciting. The next credential is our voting committee. That is when the family of the show, the supporters of the show, come in and weigh, they weigh in and give a vote on whether th- this moment the Carmelo Anthony glazed donut face ass tweet should make the first ballot Hall of Fame. Today's voting committee member is very, very special. Listen, they've all been special. Everyone we've had all season long, all year long. They've all been great. But today, the most special voting committee guest of all time. Keith, do you have any idea who our mystery guest is? I'm trying to gather some brain meats to guess. I am not being able to gather any brain meats. His name is Shamar. Shamar, please tell us why you're here and who you are. Uh, man, I'm Shamar and I'm the glazed donut face. <laughs> <laughs> My guy. It's Kingsley Five. It's Sham George on Twitter. And, AKA and the, the, me, the man. The, the man and, Carmelo Anthony called a glazed donut face ass. Welcome to the show. I yeah. really, really appreciate you coming on, Shamar. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. It's high time we heard your side of the story. Tell us your side. And as he's telling this, Keith, I want you to come up with questions that you've always wanted to ask the guy behind the clay's donut face. <laughs> I'm tickled. That's the word. I'm tickled hey. that he's here. Shamar, tell us your side of the story. What happened that night? <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm just going to say it like this. Like, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much what happened was um, I was triggered that day. Um, I just remember being a Knicks fan and we were coming off the season where we won 54 games and everything was nice. We lost the second round of the Lakers. And then I just remember we started the new year and our team was just bad. Like, yes, it was, it was horrible. Nine and 21, nine and 21 by the time of this tweet. All right. So (laughs) you can imagine me as a Knicks fan. Right. It's New Year's. It's about to be, I think it's New Year's Eve, maybe. That's right. It's New uh, Year's yep. Eve. <laughs> yep. It's New Year's Eve. I'm with my family. I'm chilling. <laughs> and I go on Twitter. And the first thing I see is Mello tweeting about, hey, man, like, for the new year, let's get some, let's get these new Mellows. I'm like, what? He's like, giving away sneakers. <laughs> you're talking about sneakers right now? <laughs> so like back then like being a troll wasn't a thing yet <laughs> you know and like i was actually triggered and you know i decided to say what i said like you know every time i root for you you disappoint me like what do you mean you're talking about shoes that at least that's where it was coming from right i didn't think too much of it i remember <laughs> i remember tweeting that playing my cousin mikhail in the game of 2k i come back 
and my I was using Twitter on the desktop and right. like the notifications was going crazy. Like, I, like, <laughs> I can't imagine. Like, so I click the notifications and I'm reading through. Like I'm vetting all my friends to see like I see a whole bunch of random people that I don't know right. making fun of me, but right. I'm looking for people I care about. <laughs> so I go to one tweet and it was like, damn sham, like even your idol has fat jokes for you. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I scroll no. down one more, and I see Carmelo Anthony check mark. So me and my cousin, we start going crazy. I don't even read the tweet yet. <laughs> right, we you're just excited crazy. that Carmelo's responded. I was like, wow, like you know what oh. I mean? Like, my lucky day. Oh, so funny. Then I literally everyone said to me, I was like, ouch, man. Like <laughs> I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't even mean it like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I didn't even know what we were doing that today. Like, if, if we were making jokes, like, I was wondering how you even see my face because, like, I was, like, looking down at some money and, like, uh, he just got me good. Oh, my God. Okay, I okay. I New Year's for sure. I have, I have so many follow-ups. One, okay. how soon after your reply does he respond to you? Do you know? That's what I'm saying. There was a there was a gap period. I played a game of 2K Got with my it. cousin. Got it. It wasn't so right he, away. It took me like 35 minutes to even realize <laughs> that he I wonder me. if that is, I wonder if I can find that information. I probably should have done that during my research. Anyways, okay. What is uh Shamar? Uh, this is so exciting. I can't believe it. Shamar, we have a credential on the show, a category called You Mad. Rob, play my camera on clip here. Thank you so much. Was I, I love it when someone's mad about a sports moment. I love it when someone's really been out of shape. They're really angry. Were you mad about this happening? Did you take it in good fun? Were you? Was there any part of you that was mad? What's no, your opinion on this burn? Definitely not mad. I'm not a okay. hater. I took okay. it in stride. Okay. And, yeah, I actually built a little following for that little – year Absolutely. and a half on twitter so that's it was, nice. it was fun <laughs> i made the best of it that's why my name is still the same you can find me i never people people get into these situations and deactivate their account i was like i'm standing on this <laughs> but it was cool hey you get you get you get a five thousand points for that and then for the mere fact you didn't change your avi or your your twitter name to glazed donut ass face to <laughs> capitalize even more my guy that's <laughs> You were just yeah. mad that he was trying to slang some shoes yeah, during a three-game losing streak. I respect that. I was crazy losing streak. I remember I was about to go back to school off the break, and that was everybody's top conversation. Like, the Knicks suck, like, again. We have Andre Bragnarni. How could we be expected to win shit? It was, <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. Yeah, I should never. Me. I should have never put two Knicks fans together. You guys are just going to nah. bitch and moan about for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Shamar. What's it like after that tweet goes live? Are your friends giving it to you? Like, how many times have your friends called you a glazed donut face ass? Man, if I could count, I'd be rich. I know that. I I was the topic of conversation that New Year's night. Everybody was like, yo, (laughs) sham. (laughs) It was crazy. Even people coming out the woodworks I haven't talked to in years were messaging me. It was a whole, it was a cool experience. Like, Keith, anything that, that, you want to ask Shamar, anything you've been dying to ask, the glazed donut face ass guy. We've got him. Kingsley underscore Kingsley five. Amazing. I, I'm so appreciative of you being here. Keith, anything you've ever wanted to ask him? I mean, just you giving the context for the entire situation was something that I've been dying to know for 
the entirety of my life yes. for however long. <laughs> that was like what? Almost a decade ago now? Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. know. But yeah, man. Crazy. Do you okay, do you still root for the Knicks even though Melo yes, some said some course. disparaging things about your face, my guy? Of course, of course. Um RG Barrett's from the city I'm from Toronto, so you know of course we gotta Oh call. hell yeah. Let's okay. Call. Number nine jerseys. Uh, Sham, uh what would you say if you uh met Carmelo Anthony? Yeah, mm. oh man, I th- I thought about this a lot. Man. What would I say? Because to me he's like a legend. So like it wouldn't be Well he's a legend. He's definitely a legend. Like I I played basketball coming up. I used to model my game after him. Like he was everything to me. So what would I ask him? Like oh man. Why? You're telling him you're the glazed donut face ass guy, right? Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I, I actually seen um, I actually seen Shumpert All Star Weekend when it was in Toronto, and I told him it was me. And we had a little laugh in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely oh. introducing myself as that. But I, what would I say? I don't know. I need I need a little time to think about that. He's, it's- it's it's amazing. I I couldn't agree with Keith more. I cannot believe you have not capitalized on glazed donut face ass. The, okay. the, the, you, the 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 willpower you have to let that be its own moment and to not become like the like to not like start your own line of of donuts called something. like glazed donut of face something. donuts. <laughs> that was, like to be honest, I didn't have that mindset at that age. You know, that was ten years ago. I was probably like eighteen, nineteen. Oh I wasn't God. thinking that far. Man, missed opportunity. That's a great question. 18 years old, Carmelo lacing a teenager with a glazed donut face ass insult. Just savage. Amazing. Um, the next, I want to do another credential with you guys. It's called the ear test. It usually, this is about what you hear in a moment. This is usually almost always we're talking about what the announcers said during the game cast. That doesn't exist here. There is no game call of this, which is a goddamn shame, by the way. Mike Breen on this. Would have been fantastic. <laughs> In lieu of that, there's no play-by-play call at this moment. I'd like us to try something. Could we do a dramatic reading of this Twitter exchange? Shamar, I'd like you to read the part of you and Keith for just this reading. I'd love you to play the part of Carmelo Kayam Anthony. Are you both willing to do this? Uh, yeah, let me pull, let me pull this tweet. Oh, up. this is exciting! This is so exciting. My <laughs> wife will never forget the moment that I pretended to be Carmelo Anthony. This is oh Can man, you, you, made, you changed my life. <laughs> I'm so excited. This is the best thing we've ever done on the show. Keith, can you read the first tweet? The like I'm giving away shoes tweet to sort of yeah. set up Shams with his reply. Action. Happy New Year's Eve. Start the year off right with a pair of pre-release M10s. Hashtag Mellow Giveaways. Hashtag NYE Dance Off. Sports IS slash giveaway. How about you win a ring? You fucking kill me, man. (laughs) (laughs) Rooting for you all the fucking time and you always disappoint me. At Kingsley 5. I didn't ask for your glazed donut face ass to root for me anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. That was fantastic. You guys are great. That was that was fantastic. That's like Golden Globe level. Not, listen, that's just not going to win an Oscar. That's like Golden Globe level performance there from you both. Man, I really appreciate that. The live reading of the Carmelo glazed donut face ass tweet, including at Kingsley underscore at Kingsley five himself. 
Shamar, thank you so much for doing that. Shamar, one more thing, one more credential I want to ask you about. It's the voting committee vote. We always have someone come on and vote whether a moment should make the first ballot Hall of Fame. So the question is to you, should this moment, should this tweet make the first ballot Hall of Fame and why? Uh, man, if you want to talk about funny Knicks history that doesn't involve losing, <laughs> this is high up on that list. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I feel like, yeah, it should definitely make the Hall of Fame. My God, this has been fantastic. This has just been fantastic. What a sport you were in the time, letting that live, letting it breathe, not making it into some nasty like back and forth with some NBA player. Just fantastic. I appreciate you and your restraint. Fantastic. Shamar, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Just an uh, amazing tweet, my friend. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Shamar. You don't look like a glazed donut at all. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> I try. I'm here I to set that. the record straight. There, there you go. Yep. You got the cosign of Key Fujimoto. You do not look like a glazed donut. I want everyone to know that I believe he does not look like a glazed donut. I am appreciative that he's here and doing the show, but I would not let that trump my the truth if he did look like a glazed donut. I would tell you. He does not look like a glazed donut. Carmelo Anthony, maybe at the time, that had a bit more... Um, Staying power now, not a glazed donut face ass. I just want everybody to know that. Shamar, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it. Oh my God. How exciting. Holy was shit. That? Holy shit. <laughs> I was staring at him for so long. I did not, like you said, I did not see a glazed donut ass face. You so I was perplexed <laughs> at who who I was staring at. Mello might have been glazed um himself. I don't. There, oh, this yeah, this, yeah, this changes listen, a lot for me. This changes a lot. That was he was. I reached out to him and I was like, he's never gonna fucking do this. And then he was totally cool about it. That's agreed awesome. to do it right away. Came to join us while we did it live. That was a lot of fun. First time we've done that on the show. Thank you so much, Shamar, for being on here and for being such a good sport. I really appreciate it. Okay, the next credential is the cosign. The co- the floor is yours. The mic is yours. Does Carmelo Anthony's glazed donut face ass tweet belong in the first ballot hall of fame and why? I think we deserve it to Melo for his service in, like we've been saying the entire pod. He, he, he input glazed donut ass face into the lexicon of American uh, culture (laughs) or the culture of the world. He has made us all, more savvy and more brilliant people by giving us the power to say these words together, strung together in one phrase to, to spit right back at somebody. I will echo what um, Sham said. You have a ton of disparaging Nick's moments. Why not put this in the rafters (laughs) as something that, you know, it doesn't involve basketball really. And it's a, it's a highlight in Nick's culture. Oh, great job. This is fantastic. You know, <clears throat> you know, it's time for the induction speech, Keith. That's when I kneel, get to decide whether this moment's going to go in. I'm going to take everything into account that we've said, that you've said, that Sham said, and I'm going to ultimately make the decision whether this moment goes in. There's a, you, you said a lot here. You're, you, you, he, he created this. He put those words into the lexicon. You're absolutely right. And if you go to Twitter right now, someone's going to call somebody a glazed donut face ass tonight. It's going to happen tonight. Someone's going to do it. It's just, it's a, it's a verbiage. It's, it's a, it's a phrase that lives in all of our hearts forever. And that's important. A lot of great NBA tweets. 
lot of competition to me. A lot of test of time competition here. The stiff competition too. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot to consider. I want to say something in support of my guy Shamar. He could have easily turned this into some sort of nasty back and forth. He could have started talking about his family. He could have started saying, using really filthy language. He didn't. He left it alone. He let the guy call him a glazed donut face ass. And it could have very easily turned into some nasty thing that maybe is like, you know, off color, blue. You hate it. It's, it spoils the whole moment. He didn't. Shamar left it alone. The restraint. He left it alone. He let this tweet and this moment shine on its own. The lexicon is strong. It's there forever. We can all use it. It's ours now. This man created and gave it to us. And ultimately, that this is the first moment Carmelo Anthony has that's in the first ballot Hall of Fame says a lot about our Hall of Fame. It says a lot about this show. Congratulations to the glazed donut face ass tweet to Keith Fujimoto, Carmelo Anthony, and my guy Shamar. Your moment is in the first ballot Hall of Fame. And let me tell you, I'm not going to put a Carmelo Anthony moment in this hall for a good goddamn long time because I want this to be the thing that people remember from Carmelo Anthony in this Hall of Fame. That's what this Hall of Fame's about. Congratulations. As it Keith. should be. We did I think the moment deserves a, a nice solid yeah. <laughs> How do you feel, sir, that this moment that you picked, it made it. How do you feel? I feel good for Shamar, you know, yes. as he said, he, he, he really could have dragged this he thing out, have. made made a lot of money off a of glazed donut ass face brand, <laughs> trademark that entire phrase, or just, you know, got really nasty and disparaging with Melo's entire livelihood. For but sure. He had the restraint to be the bigger yes. and better person. Imagine him putting out like some vine of him like rapping that like, I'm the glazed donut. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he could have ruined it. Exactly. He could have ruined the whole thing. He could have sullied the whole thing, but he didn't. That's what makes this moment uh, extra special. Ah, it's, uh, may your plaque hang in the first belt hall of fame forever. That's fantastic. Keith, how can people follow you? What can you plug? What are you working on? You could find me at good old at Oakley and Allen on uh, the good old tweets, as long as that's still a thing. <laughs> and Instagram as well. I think I'm I'm as Oakley and Allen on there, too. Um, please go follow the Ringer NBA on TikTok or on uh, Twitter as well. You will start to see some great things there as I, I am trying to helm some things there with my good friend, Jomi. So. Thank That's you. where you can find me. Thank you so much for your work. You've been doing it for a decade plus. You've been adding to the basketball space online. You helped create it, in my opinion. I really appreciate you making time to do the show, and this was a fucking blast. Likewise. Like I, I do, the, the, the greatest joy I have is carrying on the Tumblr culture that got him coach, myself, you know, NBA offseason. And, and grand archives, the dunk comp folks. I'm doing it for y'all, and I cannot be more appreciative of all the support. So thank you. Thank you, Keith. Even if you call me a glazed on the face ass, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Thank you to you. That's it. That's the show. My special thanks to ONA, Mr. Keith Fujimoto, and my deep appreciative thanks to a great sport, Shamar the God at underscore Kingsley5. I don't want to disagree with Mello here openly. But I think Shamar's a nice guy. Very generous with his time. Amazing that he came on to discuss this. Great guy. A plus. No notes. Shamar, thank you very much, sir. 
Thanks to Jessica Singh for producing this and Rob Babarucci for editing. My hat's off to Rhythm J at Rhythm J and Jorge Naranjo for the music. My shout-out today goes to Caleb, Mr. Golf Drops on Twitter. Thank you for your help and your support when I needed it. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the show. And everyone listening to this should go and support Caleb, too. He just broke up with his father over that LeBron Tatum no-call. Showed his old man the replay, and his dad says he doesn't see the call. And now they can't talk anymore. There's nothing you can do there. I think it's the right decision. My heart does go out to you, Caleb. It's all love. Thanks to you all for listening. Please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing. And please come back next week for more First Ballot. You don't look like a glazed donut at all.